Welcome to the Plastic Things Podcast. Hey, Coop, I got an idea of what they're looking at. You know what they're looking at? I mean, is this guy something or is he something? This crew is good. You know what they're looking at? What? Us, the LAPD, police department. We just got made. That was from the movie Heat. Al Pacino, great picture. Welcome to the Plastic Fangs Podcast, and I'm not David Lynch. Now, if you're playing the podcast on a telephone, you'll never in a trillion years experience the podcast. You'll think you've experienced it, but you'll be <clears throat> cheated. It's such a sadness that you think you've heard a podcast on a fucking telephone. Get real. Hello, I'm John Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> that was John Ramsey, and uh, this is Rodney Self, and welcome to the Plastic Fangs Podcast. Do you remember that, when he was talking about that? Watching yes. a movie on your fucking telephone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, David Lynch, man, uh, that guy is something else. <laughs> That's your answer of, yeah, I got nothing about David, dude. <laughs> He's... <laughs> You know, he's, uh, he's aces. He's, uh, he's out of this yeah. world. <laughs> he is. Dude, he's uh, great. Doom. Um, Twin Peaks, of course. Yeah, uh, yes. Wild at Heart. Have you seen Wild at Heart? I, have, I saw the Chris Isaac video. For, <laughs> for, That's it. Uh, you should see it. It's, it's like really ultraviolet. It's cool. Isn't that, that Laura that Dern? Laura and, Dern, um, Nicolas Cage. Yes. A really creepy looking um, Willem Dafoe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I don't know if there's anything Willem Dafoe's in that's not creepy, John. Yeah, I just watched The Lighthouse the other day. I was going to actually ask you about that because that's now streaming on Amazon Prime. That's how I watched it. Uh, you should watch it. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give it – well, I don't think you're going to want to do a quick second viewing anytime soon after watching it the first time. It is a messed up movie. Yes uh the lighthouse uh have you watched it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have definitely watched the lighthouse i actually watched it oh uh, you did see it i did i oh. actually i paid money to see it when it came on demand oh because i know right um because oh, you didn't i'm gonna guess you didn't like it no i did oh okay gotcha gotcha i thoroughly enjoyed it uh I was, it actually makes me excited for Robert Pattinson as, as Batman. I, I was talking to a buddy at work, uh, Brian, uh, mm -hmm. about that. Because uh, I was just like, because he saw it. He goes, you got to watch that Lighthouse movie, man. It's crazy. And I was like, oh, I'll get around to it. And I finally did. And yeah, dude, that movie is, it's grimy. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's claustrophobic. It's mm -hmm. insane. Um, but it's, it's, it's one of a kind. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. The horror community has kind of embraced some of these films 
that are borderline horror, borderline not horror. Uh, this is, to me, an old school throwback. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, because you can look at it and go, it has elements of this movie, it had elements of that movie. But the thing is, it's, it's not taking, you know, it's not like a, like, I mean, the whole isolation thing. I thought of The Shining, but I'm like, it's not The Shining. Um, the, oh man, the whole gaslighting thing. But like, but also do they never explain mm-hmm. is either one of them crazy or not. <laughs> the whole thing, I love how it's not explained right. uh, without giving it away. Well, it's, you, got, it's good. You, you got the element of supernatural too, because is it that that yeah. curse? He killed a seagull, man. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oof. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you don't know, but that also too is it somebody losing their mind and you're just like watching it, yeah. and you're not and you're not sure whose narrative is is uh, is real and who's not. I mean, that's good. That's good. That's just that's that's a good story. But the thing is. You can't go, I want to watch that again. It's not like like an Avengers movie. <laughs> or yeah. like, man, I, I can sit down and watch that again. Oh, no. It's kind of, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very moody and it's very like, ugh. It is a gross movie, but I, not like gross in the way of like, like, a, like a splatter film or something like that. It's just gross and where you're like, ugh, I couldn't live like that. This is really depressing. And you really feel like you're there stuck on that little island rock with, <laughs> with the two of them. It's definitely cerebral. You can almost relate to Robert Pattinson's character. It's almost like they make you look at things through his eyes for the purpose of putting you in his spot. Yeah, yeah. If 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 anyone, yeah, he'd be the one that's not. Yeah, because Will because Willem Dafoe definitely you're not you're not relating to him. At least I don't think you would be. But then, but then they kind of twist it a little bit too, you know. But bit, yeah, yeah. But but the thing I don't want. I don't, if I go any, if I say any more, I'm going to give anything away, and I and I want I want people to kind of go in, going fresh, <laughs> you know. Well, I will say that the one thing about the movie is I bet it would be perfect to be high as shit to watch because today is 420 john oh <laughs> i was like where are we going oh oh yes it is <laughs> it's uh monday april 20th uh yes <laughs> april the 20th 420 um we are probably the only podcast that is doing anything 420 centric by releasing their podcast on money i'm guessing uh if, if snoop has his own i'm gonna guess he if he has his own podcast i'm sure he's doing something or a video uh i think with us uh i don't i <laughs> I, I, I don't think we're gonna be a uh we're not a mover and a shaker in the weed world <laughs> well i'm actually being facetious john because i oh, listen to bad. a lot of uh podcasts and a lot of them are definitely saying hey our new episode drops on 420 so we got our 420 special oh uh, i don't know if you remember uh back in the day g4 that television mm-hmm. channel yeah they, they used to have squire now yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> well and that's unfortunate because g4 was pretty badass it was good uh, joe lynch uh mm-hmm. was on there uh you know, of course, uh, Chris Hardwick was mm-hmm. on there. And so there were some people. 
Morgan Webb. Yow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, and uh, the seltzer. Uh, Adam Adam Setzer. Setzer. Seltzer. Yeah, Setzer. The Set Sessler. Sessler. Yeah. Who was in the? What yeah. was that movie called that he was in that we watched? Oh, uh, the, the Flapjack Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Michael Madsen, you magnificent bastard! I love you. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, that was a an interesting movie as well uh olivia munn of course mm-hmm. she is the uh the She's probably the biggest name out of that yeah but uh g4 used to do the 420 special they'd have like a documentary about marijuana and you know they'd go the whole uh the, the whole uh nine yards i guess uh, for lack of a better term mm-hmm. uh but it's uh but yeah i mean marijuana is becoming more and more widely one legal in yeah, across, across the, the country. Yes, uh, here in Virginia, July first, it becomes. Oh, don't, isn't it like decriminalized, decriminalized a certain amount? Yeah, so I heard the, something about that. The way that it works is less than an ounce. You'll it'll be like a civil penalty penalty, like a fine up to fifty dollars, and it's kind of looked at like a speeding ticket. Uh, you can't buy it. You can't sell it. But if you and if the proprietor of a weed bar, <laughs> what? Oh, <wait. laughs> dude, I was definitely thinking that. Yeah, yeah finish it. Finish the quote. Finish it. Uh, now it's not illegal to buy it, and it's not illegal to sell it. And if you're proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal. It's not. Oh, I can fuck that. Up. I can't remember. <laughs> I used to know it. Yes, but well, but that doesn't matter. Get a little of this. If they catch you with it, oh, I cannot remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> Hmm, and I those, used to know I used to know the dialogue from Pulp Fiction. Now I'm just like, Bleh. where'd those brain cells go, John? Uh, I don't know, dude. My memory's getting shitty, dude. And I don't do anything. I don't drink. <laughs> it's see? just I'm just I'm just getting old. <laughs> see what the straight edge lifestyle leads you to, John. I wasn't trying to be. It <laughs> it's called the boring lifestyle. <laughs> Shit, I was on my game when I was drinking all the time. I, yes. could, I could quote anything. <laughs> I didn't want the straight edge, straight edge lifestyle. The straight edge lifestyle wanted me. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, happy 420 people that celebrate it. And uh, we're going to get into some, some news and some information. Um, let's talk about last week, though. How yeah. awesome was it hanging out with Daryl? That was awesome. Uh, that Man, that really, that was really cool and really different because I'd never interviewed a friend, let alone someone who actually has a career and, and a thing that I'm really interested in, right. um, you know, in, in, in just show business, let alone Hollywood. And um, God, he's been active, what he said, since 20, 2006, really. Yeah. Well, I guess he was doing stuff before that, but I guess getting really active like in the last 14 years, 15 years, but, um, man, it really like, not until going back and rethinking of like how that went, um, man, he, he is really good about, uh, Daryl, uh, Daryl Johnson, who was on our uh, episode last week. He is really good about seeing what's going on, absorbing the situation 
and then knowing where to go like like because he like he kind of did a pre-interview with us before we started <laughs> the show and i was like huh uh, yeah okay we should be doing that with him but hey he's the professional you know right. but uh, but i mean it was really cool because i was like it wasn't until like later on, i'm like oh okay okay he's really good at like reading the room and then knowing when to jump in and when to say stuff it was it was it was cool it was different absolutely i um it had been so long since uh, we had talked to him and, and hung out. So that, that was super awesome. But, um, and and that was really gracious of him to even do that, you know, for us. So uh, if if you are listening, Daryl, thank you so much. Like I, I want to send him a thank you note, but I'm like, Oh, that's almost like an insult now because you don't want to send anyone something physical because you'll be covered in COVID, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, so like, I need to, I need to send an email and just send him like, you know, like a nice note because that was really nice of him. I mean, like, so I, and I've been thinking about that too. I'm thinking like, should we send them like a gift basket, like some Harry's berries or Sherry's berries, Sherry's berries, the Harry berries. Those, the (laughs) (laughs) Harry berries are much cheaper, John. I don't think think he'll want that. Plastic fangs is that. Uh, Who wants, who wants some of my Harry berries? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, no, Mm, mm, no. But it was, it was cool. It was cool hanging out with, uh, with Daryl and uh, Daryl, if you're listening, thanks. Yes, thank if, you so much. That was so cool. If you're listening to this show and you hadn't listened, go back and listen. Yeah, because uh, it was uh, it was a fun time. It was cool, and and I was nervous going into it because I didn't really. I was like, I hope I don't screw up. I uh, uh, Parks got a hold of me. He texted me. He was like, "Dude, I really liked that episode. That was cool." And I told him, I was like, after listening to going back and listening to it, I felt like um, Chris Farley. Yeah. Remember on the Chris Farley show? Remember, remember when you're in that that scene? Remember when you? Remember, remember? Hey, Paul McCartney. Remember when you wrote uh, that song? That was awesome. <laughs> I just felt like that, but uh, I don't know. I, I <laughs> but that's how I felt. But I, but it was still that was really cool to do. Yes, it was. Yes, uh, it was a fun time, and I look forward to maybe again in the future. Oh, um, yes, with the the Freddie game, the Freddie uh-huh. Trump game we played. There's two tiebreakers uh-huh. that, that I never even got to do. You, you want to hear them? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. The first one is, okay, was this Trump or Freddie? Uh-huh. Now be a good little doggy and go fetch. Dude, that was Michael Madsen. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or going to bite? That was no. Michael Madsen. That was Reservoir Dogs. Now be a good little doggy and go fetch. Oh, well, that's, that's Freddie. Yes, from Freddy's Dead. Okay, the second one was, you forgot where you came from, kid, but I know where you're going. It's traveling time. That's Trump. No, that's Freddy. Oh, shit. (laughs) That was from Freddy's Dead. It was when he, um, I guess he, he he jumped out of the dreamscape into, I guess, into, what what is it called? Not Elm Street, but uh, the the Springwood? Springwood. Yeah, he was able to get the Springwood from wherever. It was cheesy. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Freddy's Dead was cheesy in itself. But... You, know who, you know who loved that movie? Uh, Ski? Ski. He, yeah. he's, he, he, uh, I remember he came into school late. It was like seventh or eighth grade. He was like, dude, no, it was sixth grade. <laughs> he was like, guess what I just came from? I was like, what? Freddy's Dead had a 3D ending with these snakes on a wall. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, what? Yeah. I, I was rotten here at school when you're at that movie. How dare you? Yeah, that uh, 
that's a sore sore one for me because I was supposed to go see that in the theater, but uh, oh, why didn't you? Well, uh, I'm not going to put any family under the bus. But you should. This is the best place for that. Yes. Uh, some this, family... this is like the Festivus you, uh, airing of grievances. They're not here. They can't defend themselves. F it. <laughs> uh, some people promised to take other people to see certain movies and then uh, did not. Mm. So it wasn't uh, a parent. It was a, uh, a cousin. Oh, I, I think I know who this cousin is. Yeah. So, <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm not bitter about it. I'm not angry. It's only been 30 years. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm, dude, it's been about 30 years, dude. It has been. I've been I'm looking <laughs> at the spot on my shelf that's empty uh, where those three glasses from that movie I would have put. But no, it's cool. It's all that's cool. cool. I mean, no, they got, I guess. they got to hang out with their boyfriend and their family that day. So it makes it all better. But you're not bitter. Not at all. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. I don't think about it daily. Yes. Weekly. <laughs> Every, yeah. <laughs> so, John, have you been watching anything this uh, this week? This, again, where the quarantine continues. You know what? Well, uh, I'm a creature of habit. And um, the only thing I have been watching... Mm-hmm. Cause you know me, I love Star Trek. So uh, I've, I've, instead of going back and watching uh, Next Generation, and I can see your face, you're like, mm. uh, I've been going Star back Trek? and watch, huh? What's yeah. Star Trek? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I be, I went back and started watching from the beginning, uh, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it holds up. It really does. <laughs> I mean, there's some cheesy parts of that first season, but I guess that's with everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm like, yeah, hey, it's Star Trek. Next Generation, I think, is still better. I'm a nerd, dude. I'm a dork. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Star Trek's not my bag. Um, How come? How come you never got into it? You just... You're more of a Star Wars guy. I am, but I hate... I, so, I hate to put it in that Star Wars versus Star Trek kind of thing. Yes. Because I liked... I grew up uh, liking the motion pictures, uh, like uh, Wrath of Khan. Rathcon's a fantastic yeah, uh, movie. One, that's, one, that's a good movie that yeah transcends like the genre. Yeah, the, that was a nerdy fucking statement if I've ever heard one uttered, <laughs> and it was me. Um, <laughs> it transcends the genre, you fucking prat. <laughs> the uh, the um, part four, you know, I save think, the whales. Yes, yes. Um, that's when uh, Spock uh, had to hide his ears, right? And he gave the Vulcan nerve pinch to that punk. On, with the loud radio on the, <laughs> on yes. the I remember. Well, they visited uh, the Earth. Yeah. Earth. Welcome uh, to Earth. So I guess it's a matter of how it's presented. Mm-hmm. I, I dug the face down, kitty up. I hear that. Yes. <laughs> uh, I um. I dug the J.J. Abrams Star Wars, right? Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> Uh, there was no Wookiees in my Star Trek. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, this doesn't, no. <laughs> I mean, I dug those. Um, I, I like those. A lot of people don't who are like purists, but I like them. Uh, you know what? Anyone... Nah, you know what? I, I hate them all. <laughs> Tell them I hate them. I'm, so, I, I, all right, man, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm getting a little tired of purists, okay? Yeah. You know, it's like Michael Myers 
you know, especially in horror, they're like Michael Myers, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween uh, deviated so much, you know. Well, I think the second one did. Yeah. But but I'll still watch it. But it's not as good as like the original, of course. But but I mean, I, I yeah, I mean. Star, well, Wars, Star Wars can't it can't change. We just want the the a remake of the original trilogy over and over and over again. You well, know? you got to admit that 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 second new one was well, hell, even the third one. Did you watch the third one yet? Have you are you up to date on the new Star Wars? I am um, no. Oof. Um, I I could kick in the pants. I could barely get through the the second one honestly Uh, yeah that was i mean you know and that's the thing though it's like if anything it's made me realize that maybe i didn't love star wars as much as i thought i did no you did i mean no because that's bullshit mandalorian dude well, that's Star Wars, and that that's fantastic, and that that's less like say. Remember how we talked about the Orville? Right, right. How that's more Star Trek than the new Star Trek shit. Exactly. No, I, I really think Mandalorian is more Star Wars than the new Star Wars stuff that just came out. I agree with you, and the thing about the Orville is that you talk about now. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. It's more Star Trek than Star Trek, but it's about how it's presented because it's. Mm-hmm the 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 storylines are are gripping and it's like they're they're half hour dude i i, Sorry. <laughs> I hear gripping i'm a child i laugh <laughs> but i do but they, i mean they even though they're funny they have uh some some weight to them a little there's bit some of there's some pathos and empathy and yeah it's mm-hmm. yeah it's they're, they're human stories right. you know and that, and that's and that's when Star Trek was good. You like that's why I like te- that's why I like Next Generation, because you, you get some some crusty ones, and then you're like, whoa, there's some really good ones, you know. Like how Tarantino was talking about doing the one episode. I think it was called Yesterday's Enterprise, making that to a, a feature film, you know, because he really dug the story. So mm-hmm. it it gives you an idea of like, yeah, sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss, but I think it has enough hits. But again, I can understand where you're like, ugh. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't like this. It all depends because I, I didn't like, honestly, I didn't like the original stuff until I started watching uh, the Next Generation. Yeah, I just, I watched a few. I remember when Next Generation came out, and it was on UPN, right? It was. Uh, yeah, yeah. On- when it was no longer syndicated, and it was a UPN exclusive. Yeah. Right. Um, I remember Paramount's King's Dominion. Yeah, they had <laughs> Romulans and Klingons and stuff running around. Right. And it, yeah, that was cool. They they stayed in character. I tr- I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. I think it was like eighth grade or ninth grade. And I thought I was being smart, like a little jerk off. And I was like, uh, excuse me, can I see your green card? And they must have been asked this a million times because I thought I was a... I thought it was a Don Rickles on the spot. Uh, and they were like, well, and then so this, one of them said, what, what, what makes blue? Red and green? uh red and green makes purple well what makes blue yellow and green oh you're right my bad is that right no (laughs) so uh, i just want to preface for the audience and i draw we have not smoked any marijuana (laughs) for this episode we're just fucking old what makes blue (laughs) 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 what makes color blue Oh come on, you piece of yellow and blue uh, make green, dude. It's the it's the you know how I remember that? It's the damn sandwich bags. 
You know, because when you seal them up, yellow and blue make green. Cyan and magenta are the purest of their kind, of their hue and blue. That's wrong. Good night. What the hell? Just... <laughs> iPhone, I asked you a simple question. <laughs> this is a, this, these are chaotic times, and I need simple questions answered, and it ain't helping. What? <laughs> Dude, this, episode, this episode is starting to become like the white, uh, the, the lighthouse. What? What? <laughs> what? 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 Uh, what? 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 It's like uh, I'm fixing the roof and I'm looking and oh, you're whacking off. It's a tr- oh, I'm an idiot. True, true blue is a primary and cannot be made by mixing any other colors together. So these, so these, these so-called Romulans told me some bullshit i got a yellow and they got a green so they lied to me yellow and blue make green john it's a primary color i just it, nothing it's its own color yeah but if you mix yellow and blue you get green but i <laughs> oh you're right what am i i put it in the wrong oh my god i, I okay uh, audience if you're still listening if you haven't <laughs> shut this fucker off there and are riveting what makes blue and i and when i originally was trying to figure out what made green uh, holy shit what the fuck is wrong with me did you kill a <laughs> seagull at work today john shit i wish yes yeah my brain is the seagull <laughs> broke that bitch in two <laughs> but uh red and red and red and oh, orange what the fuck okay i'm done uh, red and yellow <laughs> is orange john okay red i'll take your word i should know this because i draw yes <laughs> So, some would say you're an uh, an artist. Uh, I'm a uh, what's the what's the what's the opposite of artist? I'm uh, autistic. Artist? I could maybe I'm an autistic artist, and I just don't know. How, I can do the colors. I just don't know what they're what makes them. I just go okay, that works. But dude, if you were an autistic uh, artist, you'd be awesome because I've seen a lot of those videos where people like who are autistic can like draw an entire landscape just by looking at it mm-hmm. and remembering it. So, well, okay. Then I'm not that good then. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be like uh, Indiana Jones in the cart where I take my whip and I, and I flip the switch and, and put us in the right direction. Put us, put us on the right rails. Cause yes. uh, I'm, I'm over here a short round, trying to get us knocked off the cliff <laughs> down in the caves and the temple of doom. <laughs> Cover your heart, Indy. Well, uh, we yeah, where are we going? About, we were talking about uh, the star treks and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and I was saying that for me, it's about how it's presented. And mm-hmm. that actually is kind of segueing into something that, I kind of dismissed, but this week kind of got into and have pretty much uh, started digging it. And that's something it's, uh, it's the new app Quibi. Oh, um, I, I was watching a little bit this morning b- yes. uh, before work. Um, whoo, I, I, I didn't get the, through the first episode and it's only 10 minutes of yeah. uh, the 50, 50 states of fright. Yes. So Quibi is an app that the primary uh, justification behind it is for you to watch on the go, to watch on your phone. Uh, so if you're trying to... On your fucking telephone. <laughs> exactly. Which is, you know, uh, pretty topical for this episode. Yes. Uh, how how uh, on... What did Daryl say? It's on... Uh, he said to you about Orange County, about the chickens running around. It's, it's on brand. Right. <laughs> there we go. 
but uh so you can't push this to like your television there's no app for a smart tv or anything in fact i downloaded the ipad version and the ipad version is actually an iphone version so it's like you're using an iphone while you're using it so so it was very very much that clearly was just made for your phone exactly now I, I'll preface this before I get into the content of it, mm-hmm. that they are going to be in the next uh, six months or so making it so they, you, you know, you can watch it on your smart TV, that you will have an app on your smart TV and things like that. Uh, but I dismissed it because I was like, like you, you know, again, being one of those purists, you know, it's like, who wants to watch shit on their phone? I mean, yeah, I watch YouTube, but if I want, I don't want to binge watch a series on my phone. And I'll tell you, it's pretty fucking good. It's good in the fact that one, 50 States of Fright, I binged all those episodes. And How many were there? Uh, well, there are many episodes. So you've got several different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, First one, first one is Michigan, Michigan, the golden arm. And then, and so that's over like three, uh, three episodes. Oh, it's, so it's a continuation. Exactly. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. So that one's a half hour episode, but just chopped up into thirds because they're, they're 10, they're 10 minutes a piece. Okay. Essentially. Yes. The next one though is super awesome because it's that ball of string, you know, like, um, Gosh, what is it? Is it Iowa? The big boy? <sighs> Where's the big ball of string located? Let's see what it is. It's the ball of twine. Okay, check uh, it out. Oh, I got Cue Balls Cafe here in Fredericksburg. <laughs> Not what I asked you. Yeah, yeah it's uh, in Kansas. Oh, okay. Now, the, the great thing about the uh, ball of twine in Kansas is, dude, we've got Karen Allen is in this episode. Oh, from um, Indiana Indiana Jones, Jones, uh, Um, Animal House. I mean, Karen Allen. The Sandlot. Yeah, the Sand. Karen Allen. She was the Ma. She was she was married to Dennis Leary's character. Exactly, Karen Allen though, uh, classic. I just love Karen Allen. Um, Ming Na Wen isn't it? Oh, uh, to Shield. uh, She did. Didn't she do the voice of Milan originally on the cartoon? I think. And she showed up in the Mandalorian. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so the first three episodes, which were in Michigan about the golden arm, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was well presented and everything. I mean, after all, it's Sam Raimi, for God's sake. Well, yeah. When I heard him narrating, I went, oh, that's the, yeah. is that the one he directed? Uh, I'm not sure who directed what. Um, I will say the one thing... It would make sense because he's from Michigan. Right. Well, it makes sense. It does. That does make sense. But Sam Raimi is listed in the app as writer, director, and executive producer. Hmm. Uh, so, I mean, maybe he directed all the episodes. I'm not sure. Well, when I read that, we did that piece two episodes back. And uh, we're talking about the Quibi and the 50 States of Fright. And it yeah. said that he, he at least directed one. And I think it was saying the one for Michigan because yeah. that's his home state. It would make sense, too, for an urban legend. Mm-hmm. That, that he would do it, especially because he's the producer and everything. 
well, I, I mean, and I've got to say, so there's six episodes, uh, which essentially they're two, uh, six episodes, uh, about 10 minutes or less each, mm-hmm. uh, three and three kind of make up two different stories. Um, and I, I mean, I binge watched them all. Um, and, and I've come up with a new term and I don't know if it'll catch on, but it's called micro binging. Oh, yeah, that would, yeah, that would, that would be, that would be, uh, apropos for, for what it is. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, after I watched that, I was like, you know what? I, I dug the experience because, you know, I watched like the first episode and I went and I did some stuff and then I watched the second episode and then watched the third episode of the Michigan one at the beginning, the golden arm. Mm-hmm. And, and I gotta say it, it delivered. Uh, it had, it, it, it's an old school kind of ghost story. There was some gore in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it was, uh, it was, I enjoyed it. Um, the first piece of gore, I turned it off. Cause I was like, Whoa. I mean, I'm not to say I was disturbed, but I was like, it's too early for that right now because <laughs> it was super early in the morning. I really, I was like, I'll get to this later. Cause I'm like, well, this is, this is kind of intense right now. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was out of the blue for sure. It was. But you, you knew it was coming, but I was like, oof. <laughs> that's the thing watching it at first. I was like, holy shit. This is like uh, one of those um, uh, specials on like the uh, uh, history channel or TLC or whatever. Yeah. But or sci-fi or whatever, but um, but no, no, no. I mean, and they, I mean, there's no reeling back on, uh, on the content. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, uh, it, it doesn't pull any punches. Exactly, sure. exactly. I um, so I watched that, uh, and then I was like, well, let's check out what else is on here. And, uh, I was just flipping around, just kind of looking, uh, I saw, watch the trailer for Reno 911, which is coming back. And it's going to be on Quibi. It's going to be on Quibi. <laughs> How about that? And which is actually, if you think about the way Reno 911 is, is kind it's of- segments. Absolutely. Um, it, it kind of reminds me, did you ever watch the guild? Um, and it, when it was, I guess it was, it was on YouTube or maybe it was on its own, its own website first, but how I watched it was on YouTube and it was like 10 minutes a piece or 15 minutes. So I, I kind of dig that, but I, I, but I, I will be happier when I can see it on a larger screen, but I get it. I, I see what they're doing sure. because you know, it's, it's like there's, they're marketing it as it's on the go entertainment. Right. Well, and I mean, the cool thing about the app is you can download episodes so you don't have to use your data, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, oh god uh, that's allergies sure allergies. sure it is oh god ladies and gentlemen he yes. ain't doing too good. <laughs> well i shouldn't joke i'm sorry that's i shouldn't do that um but uh so i went into uh the next show uh that i dug uh with uh, it's called flipped and it's got um flip wilson the best of flip wilson here come to judge here come to shut no no uh, is no, this no, is this not our demographic Boomers? No, no, no uh, uh, sock it to me. Ah, uh, yeah. Are you sock it to me? <laughs> but dude, uh, this show has Will Forte and Caitlin Olson, uh, oh, okay. and uh, it's it's hilarious. Uh, they play just two outrageous people that want to do a uh, a home design, you know, like a home makeover mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, show. 
and uh, they find this house out in the middle of, you know, like the desert out in the middle of nowhere. Come to find out, it's a drug cartel house <laughs> that's got millions of dollars in it. And so, of course, they use that money to then produce their show. And the drug oh. cartel comes in. And it's, I mean, it's Will Forte and yeah. Caitlin Olsen from, um, from that uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, Sweet D. Yes, uh, I mean, and there, uh, there are some others uh, in here, like Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine mm-hmm. actually have a cameo because they have a house design uh, kind of show. Uh, and so I watched, a, uh, I'm up to episode six and mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean, it's funny and it's like you get the micro bursts of funny uh, in that. Uh, some other shows that I've been looking forward to, uh, there's actually a, an, an actual house flipping show called murder flip house or murder house flip, where they take a house where a true crime kind of thing happened. Wow. And they, they essentially flip it, but then they go in it. So a lot of your true crime fans are going to, you know, like by law, you have to reveal if someone's been murdered in a house or something not that they died but they were murdered oh yeah 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 i think you also have to tell them that that there's ghosts in it really i guess if that's if they ask maybe because i don't because i I went some with some real real realtors in the past and no one ever told me anything about ghosts and so i'm I'm guessing that was never on the (laughs) and i looked at some old houses Right. Like I looked at some old houses that were right in your neck of the woods over in Orange, uh, like two years ago, when I was trying to, you know, move out of my shithole of one one bedroom apartment. Right. Well, uh, I don't know. We'll have to bring on an expert one day and discuss that. That'd be pretty interesting, actually. It'll it'll be me. I'll get my real estate <laughs> license. And well, I'll John, be a pro. Well, I'll John, be I'll be wearing a gold jacket. Yes, we'll be waiting for John to get his real estate license and research this uh, on uh, season four of the Plastic Fangs. Yes, real estate wars. But, uh, you know. You'll you'll get a real estate license too, and we'll battle head to head. Who can sell the shittiest murder house? (laughs) (laughs) Mine has more biohazard from the murders than yours. Mm -hmm. Now, see, that made me think about, John, the uh, year old uh horror movie uh skit or uh short rather that you did house resurrection <laughs> you know that old busted dried out piece of sh- <laughs> you know that old <laughs> uh, well i got nothing what well no that we had we had a lot of fun uh, mm-hmm. actually doing that i think it turned out really well uh i think uh it needs to uh once again, make its way out into it needs to rear its ugly, dirty little face, right? <laughs> its little yeah. urchin face into public once again, right? Absolutely, and because of the because of that, um, the thing is, is that right now all the rage is the the horror movie uh, restoration um, haunted house kind of thing is going on right now. Like uh, there was that movie with uh, CM Punk that recently came out. Oh, uh, wrestler uh, CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the name of the movie? Um, on Netflix. It's on the Netflix uh, house. Something with a girl. No, the girl on the third floor or something. There we go. The, the girl upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lady in the house who looks at me through the window 
her kids don't visit no more. That's a long title. It is. It is. <laughs> Grandma asks why don't we call anymore? <laughs> Who? What is this movie about? <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I mean, it's actually it's becoming a trend. There's more and more of that. You know, hey, it's a haunted house, but we're uh, you know remodeling it and stuff like that. So, huh? I, if the, if that's then that means that was a producer trend. Yes, that's the new. It's it's the new Blur Witch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, great! <laughs> it's, it's not found footage, but there is a little bit of that in there. But getting, you don't have to bring in uh, the the big cameras. What? But getting back to the uh, the Quibi, uh, just to uh, finish the, that out, um, they're giving up ninety days for free. Oh yeah, that I signed in. That's uh, yeah, I got it until July seventeenth, I believe. Yes. And I'll tell you, it's uh, it, it, ninety days free uh, right now until April thirtieth. Yes. And uh, what did you? Which one did you sign up? The, the with the the ads or no ads? No ads, of course. I did that too in case I uh, forget and I have to pay for one month. It's eight bucks, mm-hmm. seven ninety nine. So Quibi has uh, that amount of time to to prove to me that it's worth seven ninety nine a month with no ads uh with the content and i've got to tell you i've already watched quibi more than i've watched the apple tv plus hmm. and the apple tv plus i got for free for a year because i got a new phone right so actually i think i i'm looking because i have a a macbook uh laptop i have apple tv right there i'm looking at the icon i haven't even I need to do something with it because I think I got this last summer. <laughs> this laptop, <laughs> so I'm like, mm. well, yeah. Because uh, oh no, I'm getting confused. I was also is Mr. Mercedes on there, but I think that's on like some uh, like Direct TV thing, right? Which I I saw the first like ten episodes. Uh, sorry, ten Jesus, the first ten minutes of the first episode of Mr. Mercedes, and it was good. It was whew, it was fucked up. But uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I need to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely uh, give a recommend on Quibi. I mean, try it out. I give it two boners. Yes. Uh, the Reno Nomum one. I'm looking forward to. That's going to be coming soon. Uh, and in fact, I think as soon as next week. Um, it just seems like they've got some interesting stuff, and because they are short snippets, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more easier uh inclined inclined yes to get out of my uh my typical like wheelhouse where it's my rut exactly well yeah get out of your deep space nine rut dude right and start looking at quibi i mean you just go on and on about how you're a purist on star trek and (laughs) all this new shit and old shit's bullshit yeah you you get out of that rodney yes well yes <laughs> but see i don't jump on the internet and bitch about it all damn it. neither do I. I i i got better things to do like play with my balls yeah my bing bong and flabby happy babby <laughs> bing bong <laughs> pardon my bing bong that comes with the that's the hairy berries that's the <laughs> did you order the harry's berries at the uh bing bong and flabby happy babby uh, thank you uh that's gonna be a t-shirt 
I stole that. That's from something. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> never mind, John. That's from Mr. Show. Oh, <laughs> it's been a while on the uh, on the Mr. Show. Uh, that was the taint episode. Yes. <laughs> 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 Twert wasn't. Yes. So so that's uh, that's my thing on on Quibi. Uh, go out and try it. It's um, you know, you might like. If not, then <laughs> say it like Trump. What what's it gonna hurt? <laughs> Why did he say this dumbass? I don't know. Sorry. I know. <laughs> Take the drug. What do you got to lose? That's what he said. What do you got to lose? <laughs> Only I don't know life. your life. <laughs> I mean, things are looking bad now, but hey, let's go and take this untested thing. All right. <laughs> so, how about you, John? What uh, what what you got? Uh, hey, what do you got to lose? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I was going to mention because it was. I mean, not. not I, I got some bad news and I got some good news. Oh, um, let's uh, what, off with the bad news. I'm yeah. a fan of ripping off the band aid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eat, eat 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 the stuff you hate. And then have dessert. Uh, Brian Dennehy passed away this yeah. past week uh, on April 15th. Uh, if you're not familiar with Brian Dennehy, my God, he, he'd been acting since the 70s. Uh, he, was, he, play, he was a character actor back in the 70s and would like, guest star on shows like Kojak, Policewoman, Lou Grant, MASH, Dallas, Knott's Landing. Uh, my buddy Kenny likes to call it Nuts Landing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Dynasty, Cagney and Lacey. Remember Hunter? Remember the little show from the 80s called Hunter? He was on there on an episode. He was on an episode of Miami Vice. Um, later on in the 90s, remember Just Shoot Me? Uh, yes. Uh, David Spade was on there. He played David Spade's father four times as Red Finch. <laughs> His name was Red Finch. <laughs> and he was pretty funny on it, too. And that was around the same time of Tommy Boy, wasn't it? Uh, later. It was after Tommy Boy. Because Tommy oh. Boy was when we were in high school, I believe. That's right, that's right. And this was like in the late, late 90s, like 98, 99. Uh, Law & Order, SVU, uh, 30 Rock. He was on all of those shows. Now, for movies, you'll remember him. This is, I, I, don't, I didn't do his whole, because uh, uh, he was in a ton of movies. But uh, if, if you're in the horror or action movies, especially action movies, you'll know him from First Blood, the first Rambo film. He was uh, Sheriff Will Teasel. Uh, he, who was that? Uh, what, what did what did Rambo call him when he was talking to uh, Colonel Troutman at the end? That uh, that hot shit? No, nah, not hot shit, Sheriff. What do you call him? That something something Sheriff. Well, he was the the pretty much the villain in in the in the in the first Rambo movie. He was in both Cocoon and Cocoon: The Return, the sequel. Mm-hmm. He was in FX and then FX2, <laughs> the sequel. I like, uh, I really liked those movies, uh, FX and FX2. I, um, I don't think I ever watched the first one. I, the second one was on TV all the time because mm-hmm. I guess it didn't do well in the theater. Yes. And I saw that son of a gun whew, way too many times. I'm like, I've seen this too many times and it ain't good. <laughs> like, was the first one really good? I mean, I guess it was to spawn a sequel. So, well, let me take that back. They also made like 900 Police Academy movies when they should have stopped at like hey, five. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I love the first four. No, no. See, all right. When, they, when the goot left, I left. They took a piece of my heart. I'm sorry. When but Steve Gutenberg left. Mm. Assignment Miami Beach Oof. was funny. It was hilarious. Dork. They wrote dork on Harris's right. chest and, and suntan lotion. Dork. 
because <laughs> he was a dork, man. He was a dork, dude. His but, head went uh, up. His head went up a horse's ass a few movies back. I remember that. But uh, assignment Miami Beach was was funny. And then, uh, <laughs> do you remember what part six was? Was that Mission to Moscow? No. Oh no no no! Wait a minute. They they took the streets back or some horse shit. What the fuck was that? Back that to was the, the that, streets, I think. Or I think yeah, that was definitely the one that did not have that had. Oh, I don't know the actor's name, but he played. Um, oh shit. He was on it's another Seinfeld reference. I, I know how much you love him. Uh, he played the crazy guy, Lloyd Braun. I believe Lloyd Braun, that actor, took over the, the character of Mahoney, which, but he wasn't Mahoney. Yes, he also showed he, a hand that rocks the cradle. He played the, uh, the dad. The husband? The husband. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, he also has shown up in, like, he was in Silicon Valley where he was the lawyer. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was insane. Just like his character is Lloyd Braun. <laughs> Serenity now and sanity later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so you, should, you need to go back on Hulu and watch some Seinfeld. That's all I'm saying. You asked me what I'm watching? Uh-huh. Earlier, I, I watched about five episodes yesterday of s- between season six to seven. Uh, Fantastic show. <laughs> I mean, I, all right. So I I do like Seinfeld. I I you know what's the um, deal? I just uh, I don't know. I'm getting to the point where I mean, I in the last week I've watched The Exorcist like ten times. Really? Yes, I've been watching it every night to help me go to sleep. For real? Yeah, for real. Yeah. I watched Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, twice. Yeah. Two days. I'm sorry. Twice in a row because I watched it in the morning and I was putting together stuff because I got the TV in the living room. And then my brother was like, hey, let's look at the TV. And so he put it on. I went, I just watched this. He went, well, and so I watched it twice. So, okay. Well, I mean, and that's, uh, that, that's funny you bring that up because uh, obviously Shudder We've we've mentioned uh, mm-hmm. this has been a great month for Shutter. Yeah. The um, but yeah, I've been watching The Exorcist, uh, which is weird. Um, just kind of you, you have gone to Seinfeld and and stuff like that. But but honestly, yeah, I've been watching The Exorcist. I've been watching uh, that docu series. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, two episodes that dropped this past week. Yeah. So are you all up to date on those? I am. The Crow and uh, Well, hold on. Let's 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 start from the top because we never talked about these on yeah. the show yet. Actually, I don't think we really even talked about them. We kind of like We have uh, kind of episodes. Well, we kind of we glossed. We glossed. And it wasn't on an episode. I think it was we were just talking to each other. <laughs> um, I th- yeah, I think so. Uh, I think we were talking about it before you know what we were talking about before uh before uh, we got on with Daryl yeah the other okay. uh, last week okay um, yeah let's uh, let's talk about this uh this show on on shutter right now um okay the what's it called again uh cursed films cursed films that's it yes now i did not like the first two episodes i i yeah. i did not i mean there was some like okay parts when they're talking about the movies like the first one was the exorcist and the really? second one was the omen, but that, yeah, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Exorcist was nothing that we really didn't know. Yeah, well, I thought it was cool that there was they actually had recorded they they filmed a serial killer. Well, not serial right. killer, but an actual murderer. That was that that I think I'd heard about, but I wasn't sure exactly. Right. 
Uh, but then they had that dude who was an ex-furniture salesman who turned exorcist. And he had he had some people that th- really thought they were possessed. And he, right. they, oh, like the... I could have done without that part. The grossest thing in that was the lady spitting up. And I was like, oh. ugh, ugh. <laughs> uh, And then uh, the omen, they, uh, they had some cool stuff in there about talking about the movie. Now, everyone who, who worked on it went, no, this movie wasn't right it wasn't cursed it was just like a lot of bad accidents happened but then they had the weird satanic uh like satanist guy saying uh <laughs> what did i write here he needs a hug or a hand job <laughs> <laughs> uh way too serious about malevolent satan causing deaths on a movie set that, that was that was a nice synopsis for that. i forgot i wrote that um so yeah oh that's yeah so that was like i didn't really care for those first two now the poltergeist one episode three um i really enjoyed that and um that's when i feel like the series kind of took a turn that's where i'm like okay you 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 piqued my interest you got me now yeah and i'm and i'm glad i stayed with it because those first two kind of made me go who is this for these were people that yeah Oh, I believe in chain letters too. Right. <laughs> you know, it made me just go. Mm. I mean, I know they kind of like pointing out like this is silly, the people they brought on, but I'm like, then why show them? Right. You know, but the the poltergeist one was really good. Uh, it was sad. Very. Uh, when they're talking about um um, oh God, why do I not know her name? Not the little girl, but the 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 the, the, the teenage daughter who was um Griffin Dunn's uh sister. Dominique, Domin, Dom, Dominique Don. Yes. Uh, that was sad. And so was, you know, the little girl passing. What was her name? I don't Caroline? know. No, no, that her real name. Um, you got the IMDb? <laughs> probably. Uh, you see. Uh, yeah. um, Again, that, uh, that uh, the 420 is with us, but not with us. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, Heather O'Rourke. There we go. Heather O'Rourke. Yes. Uh, and that was sad too. And then everyone going, you know, and that's the one thing they, I, I, there's been a theme going with, with these shows going, it's not curse. It's just bad things happen, you know, and, and it, life sucks, you know, and things will happen. But uh, one of my favorite parts though, of uh, that third episode, Sean Clark. Yeah. Um, now, uh, are, are you, are you, have, were you, a, have you been a fan of his? Because I, I have been for years now. Of Sean, and that's, and, oh, yeah. No, okay, I wasn't sure. Horror's hollowed ground, right? Yes, mm-hmm, exactly. And whenever we went to Horror Hound, he was always uh, rapping all the all these different uh, actors and, and celebrities. Because uh, he, he, I believe he's the the owner of um, what's it called? Uh, oh shoot! Oh, Con. Oh, what is it called? It's Con something. Um. CA something con- convention all stars. There we go. Jeez. Uh, yeah, he he's the owner and I think uh, proprietor of uh, convention all stars, and he represents like uh like uh, well the biggest one I guess is Norman Reedus, uh, but a, a ton of other people too. Like uh, now if 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 anyone out there liked the the Poltergeist uh, cursed films and you liked his his thing because he had the prop uh clown from from the movie that was screen used and he's a huge collector um go on youtube um there's a channel called g-e-m-r i guess jimmer channel Uh um 
he has a uh, multiple episodes on there where he shows off he has many many uh movie props uh that were actually screen used uh he owns the resonator from uh the H.P. Lovecraft from Beyond that Stuart Gordon directed. He has the actual resonator from the movie. Um, wow. Like, uh, in one of the episodes, he has uh, Ajax from The Warriors. He played... Why can I not remember his name? He was um, Dexter's father. What is that Oh, yeah. yeah. What's his name? Shoot. Well, he has him on an episode because he gave, he actually gave him a screen used uh, Warriors vest. Who The actor played Ajax. I used to know his name like that. Oh, well. But yeah. Go, uh, and then if, yeah, horrors, like you said, horrors hologram, go and watch all those. They're on YouTube, but go at uh, Scream Factory. Go and buy their Scream Factory. Uh, and it has those as uh, behind the scenes. He just goes to all these different horror movie locations and he gives you little tidbits and, uh, Let's, let me see here in my notes. Um, actually, if they had, if he had his own show on Shutter, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe he could definitely provide lots of uh, stories, lots of contents. Uh, Horror's Hallowed Ground, I feel like, you know, is really good on the uh, on the Blu-rays that it winds up on. Yes. Uh, I know when it comes to uh, having visited movie locations, you and I have done a couple. The Quick mm-hmm. Stop Up in New Jersey the oh yeah cemetery. yeah cemetery uh yeah so uh it's pretty cool when you can actually go and, and visit somewhere where you've seen uh, uh it actually filmed mm-hmm. um, and on uh he has an ongoing saga i don't know if it stopped or not but with robert rustler mm-hmm. he keeps on showing up on his on his segments of horrors hollowed ground demanding uh <laughs> why he hasn't done nightmare on elm street 2 freddy's revenge <laughs> and so it's always funny because he pops up randomly it's it's a, it's awesome it's so funny so yeah i mean it's you can you can tell uh, uh you can tell sean clark's a cool dude yeah and um but yeah i, I would have to agree that the the first couple episodes the exorcist the omen uh, i wasn't really feeling mm-hmm. Uh, those episodes they were yeah if i was like where are we going i love the opening the, like the, the opening and the music i like for for the show and then i'm like hmm, this isn't matching it and then poltergeist i'm like okay yeah but but uh okay now the last two the crow and the twilight zone the movie Whew. um those are tragic and sad yeah because uh i i, uh, I wrote down the word somber comes to mind and I, I was like, why are these more sad than the other three? And then I went, oh, because people actually died on the set, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, so, well, let, let's, uh, I guess the easiest one to talk about between the two is The Crow. And, mm-hmm. and, and I say that without, I don't want to diminish Brandon Lee. You, I, I think we remember because we, we loved The Crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love the J- James O'Barr comic. See, I never read the comic. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, because I remember Ski was all about it. And so, and then he was like, they're making a movie of this. And I'm like, why? Well, I, I, I got young blood. I got some Amish comic books bullshit. So, like, I wasn't into like the hard, I didn't know hardcore comic books even existed, you know, like that. Well, um, I remember just seeing The Crow, I think it was a, a Wizard magazine you know, how they would highlight certain things. And it's just seeing, seeing him 
uh, Eric Draven, that original picture of Eric Draven with the makeup, you're like, mm -hmm. wow, this. This dude really loves Alice Cooper. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, then, poison. Poison running through my veins. <laughs> but then, I think it was the, you know, seeing uh, the skull cowboy. Uh, See, I didn't even know yeah. that that was completely omitted from the movie. That was like, wow. And so I'm like, I don't, I'm kind of glad they didn't have that because they've kind of done that in these other movies where people have come back, you know? They have this mentor character that's like that, like uh, Spawn did it, mm -hmm. you know, where they never did it in the comic book, but they did it in the movie. And right. I mean, it is the Spawn movie from 97. And didn't like Ghost Rider do that with Nick Cage? Wasn't there a guy on a horse who was like the, the horse Ghost Rider? Yeah. It, it, was that that wasn't played by sam elliott was it i think it was oh, he, i believe it was but um but you know the the skull cowboy thing uh from the comic was was pretty interesting mm -hmm. and it just added that bit of scariness but i remember the crow um picking up the uh the trade paperback before the movie mm -hmm. um you know reading it and all of that when they were filming the movie um and just, it was the first ever kind of mature uh, comic that I had ever read and, you know, just, just loved it. And, and thinking back now, yeah, I remember talking to Ski about it. Uh, I remember like uh, our, our good buddy, Brian Frank. Really. Oh yeah. 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 And then of course with the filming of the movie, you know, Brandon Lee was, I mean, he was going to be a huge, yeah. Oh. He had a trajectory. You could already saw it coming. You know, it was, yeah, because he at that point he'd already done Rapid Fire. He'd done um, was that Dolph Lundgren movie? Uh, they talk about it in the in the in the doc in the documentary episode. Uh, Big Trouble, Little Tokyo. Was that right? I think so. Not Big Trouble, wasn't it? No, no, it wasn't Is Big it, Trouble. No, that's wrong. Showdown in Little Tokyo. Jeez, <laughs> there we go. Uh, Laser Mission with Ernest Borgnine. Anyone? Mm-hmm. Anyone? Yeah, no, yes. not, not, not a big fan of that one. Yeah, it was apparently you can find it on like a Mill Mill Creek does a lot of like bundled movies that are public domain. Mm -hmm. And that movie, I don't know if it's public domain or not, but it shows up on a lot of public domain, like, look, this is free. And then I'm like, I think someone owns that. And I think copyright law, like I think from 78 says it automatically, you know, the, whoever made it owns it. So but you'll find it on a lot of stuff that's this that says quote unquote is public domain. But yeah, he had he had this trajectory where you knew he was gonna be big. Hell he and he was and he he kind of got to do what his dad didn't get to do. He was on um two it, there were two made for movies, uh made for TV movies rather, um uh, of uh Kung Fu. And he was playing the mm -hmm. the uh the I guess the son yes. of David Carradine. Yes. And and you know who originally was supposed to be Kane was who Bruce was Lee. Oh wow. Yeah, that's and, right. That's right. I remember and, but you know why he didn't get it? Because he was Asian. He was too Asian. Right. Ugh. Which is based off an Asian character. I mean, what the f that's insane. That's 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 insane. <laughs> but that was yeah. the reason why. So but so he kind of got to I guess to an extent fulfill I guess where his dad, you know should have been but in a weird way you know right and i mean i remember watching that that biopic about bruce lee that came out and you know it 
I don't know. I mean, when you think about curses and like, you know, there's a Lee family curse and, and that's all- a lot of, I, sorry, I think it's horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that's just like, it's, it's made up to sell tabloids. That's where I, okay. That's where you hear me say fake news. Gotcha. <laughs> and I hate that term, but I mean, that's where I'm just like, that's just, that's like saying when, Oh, you know what? I heard Bruce Lee, he fought a bear and killed it with the spin kick. Like when you'd hear that shit back in the eighties, you know, if you like that, I, 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 that story wasn't verified. <laughs> I never heard that. Some kid down the street that, uh, that eats his boogers and, and bricks. GI Joe said that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not. Yes. Well, uh, it, it was just, I mean, it was kind of hard reliving it, but watching that episode of the crow, it was sad. It brought everything kind of back because I remember watching the, um, watching the uh, uh, inside edition, I think, uh, back in the day of the coverage and entertainment tonight. All I can think of is Bill O'Reilly. Fuck it, we'll do it live. And then the remix. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I I know this is in the middle of the show, but I don't know. It's not copywritten as far as I know. But did you ever see the the Bill O'Reilly remix? or hear it yeah yeah i would like to play that at the end of one of the episodes <laughs> there you go. a little bit to be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone hasn't seen it look it up it's 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 amazing okay yeah. sorry you were saying inside edition uh yeah well i mean just remember because i mean that's how we got information back in the day i mean yeah internet didn't exist and if it did you didn't have it at your house well i did oh well aolu Yes. Yeah, when you had to pay by the fucking minute. Um, BRP. Oh, they weren't even using those terms, Ben. <laughs> but um, as 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 sad as that was, um, the the crow episode. Michael Berryman. Yeah. I just I I have so much more love for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and he, yeah, he was a straight shooter on that. I, you know, I I met him for a half a second. Uh, I went to Dragon Con in 2005 with Parks, and it was him and Ken Forey's. They had tables right next to each other, and I said, hmm, "How much is this?" Like an autograph, and Ken Forey was like, twenty dollars." And I went, "Too rich for my blood," and I walked away <laughs> because I had no money. It's uh, I I went down there with Parks uh, on a, on a goof down to Atlanta, and we stayed at his brother's uh, apartment. Uh, I only had enough money to get gas uh, for gas to get us back. This is when a hurricane katrina happened that weekend oh yeah it was yeah so gas prices were like four bucks a a gallon and stuff and now this well i don't say now it's the normal but yeah yeah now now we're at like how much the last time i got gas was a dollar 25 by the way yeah because you came to the one down at uh three and 20 yeah like Mad Max, I came into your neck of the yeah. woods. Yeah, yeah, I want all the gasoline. <laughs> well, I mean, and that and that's cool because uh, you have a, a bigger car. Um, mine, I've I've been I haven't been under. It's been a couple weeks. I filled it up, and it's. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not even at half half a tank oh. or a quarter of a tank, so I haven't really needed gas. Honestly, I haven't been. Well, I will, yeah, like where my job is, only a couple miles from there, so that's what I was like. Let's swing on in there. If it wasn't, it'd be like ten miles. So, oh, but I'm sorry, we're, we're no, talking no, no. about gasoline. <laughs> yes, um, that'll be the essentials. Special, special Mad Max episode, right? <laughs> but um, but with 
the the crow uh, again michael berryman just a lot of love for for that guy yeah. uh, you know especially after that episode because i mean gosh you talk about someone with a damn heart of gold michael berryman i don't he's think a cool he dude the, he doesn't i don't think he gets the love and appreciation um you know or rather he hasn't in the past but i'll tell you he's getting it now from mm-hmm. what i've seen uh and and his part in that episode with the crow just um uh makes him in my eyes just uh i mean horror icon legend and uh I, when all this is over and he's at a con i'm i'm gonna seek him oh out. yeah this time uh, i will be getting his autograph and paying him <laughs> instead of going i have no money right. <laughs> don't shame me <laughs> well um but the 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 big thing and I think the oh. part for uh, for doing this for for cursed films was the Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, yeah. Now that was uh, whew, that was that was intense, and I didn't. Yeah. I, it did not have the same tone as the first two. That's for damn sure. This one, no. oh man, you just you just felt bad. Yeah, because you, you. I mean, well, I mean, if if you didn't know what was coming. It, it painted the picture for you in a slow burn in a good way, letting you know that this was bad. Well, so it, it's kind of weird because on this episode, they actually had Kane hotter mm-hmm. for those that don't know. Uh, I played Jason Voorhees uh, co-starred with our friend, Daryl Johnson in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Hack. Yeah. <laughs> um, he the, he was the the expert now it's kind of weird because i know whenever a documentary is done you want to do it without a uh an accusatory bias, bias exactly yeah you, what you want to be just hear the facts like like dragnet i felt like this episode was kind of like john landis out of control crazy and blah 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 and then kate hogger's like hey um accidents happen well but th- and then lloyd coffin going uh, you need to be safe on the set. Yeah, and and and, and 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 all his mantra. What was it? I should have wrote it down. I don't know why I didn't. What was his mantra? Because he had it pl- pa- uh, plastered on on, yeah, on paper think, all over the place. Number one was uh, safety first. Uh, uh, safety to other humans first. Safety to um, uh, to the crew second. Uh, and then, like the third one was make a good movie. Yeah, in teeny tiny yeah. letters. Yeah, um, which I, I I don't think th- I, I think it was actually because I know what you're saying. Because I was like, man, they're really painting John Landis as a villain, yeah. but they weren't. It wasn't anyone who didn't work with them. It wasn't like strangers that were talking about it. Yeah, you know, and so it was because Kane Hodder never said, oh that that. Oh, John Landis is this. Right. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman never said John Landis is this. The only people that were talking about like this, that, and the other were people that actually worked on that film on that segment. So, I mean, I, 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 I don't think it was biased in that account, but I, I it definitely you felt it. You're like, oof, they are not happy. These two guys. Well, I think it was like at least two guys, and especially the the set guy. They ruined his career. You know, he, he was ready. I mean, my, he, he was upset on so many levels and you could see it. And it was, I mean, my God, it's tragic. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is tragic. I mean, okay. Uh, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, cause we kind of buried the lead. Right. Uh, three people died on the movie. 
Yes. Uh, and the, there's a segment um, of Twilight Zone, the movie. It's uh, the first segment. It, it's the first, you're right, it, yeah. If you watch the movie, well, not the very first. The very it's first, the first story. It, it's the first story that it jumps into. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the Twilight Zone, the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It, it's... Um, it's just, it's one of those, I mean, look at the back can could now. have been a, they could have done a better sketch uh, uh, segment than kick the can. That's the one I fast forward to yeah. uh, through uh, like when I had on v- VHS, I'm like, mm, Nope. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, the, the very first like real segment that you get into uh, Vic Morrow yep. uh, plays this racist guy and this again, like, drunk bigot in a bar yeah and the thing is is that i mean how how uh necessary that that this kind of of um a story is still needed today you know because people cut corners no matter what they do for a living if it's a movie if it's oh no no no! i wasn't going going with the content of the actual story where vic morrow plays a racist bigot oh who leaves a bar and winds up in nazi germany oh well that happens all the time that that's a that's a friday night for some bigots (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) yeah i mean that yeah yeah the whole concept is Mm -hmm. as soon as he walks out of this bar he literally starts walking into different times like he shifts through time where it's he plays a a person of a culture that's being persecuted by the powers that be yes and uh yeah there's yeah the first one is he's uh he he's he doesn't realize it but he's he's a jew in germany yeah and what where did he then shift to next was it was it It he was he was an african-american oh right because there was a young uh john larroquette yes you're right oh god yeah Yeah. you know they might have edited that for tv because i remember i watched it it was always on tv so that might have been edited out for time because it was maybe a little too real john larroquette does drop the end bomb geez so yeah but um uh and then of of course the 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 scene where unfortunately (sighs) vic morrow and two two children uh were they vietnamese i believe they were vietnamese Uh, um I got their names. Uh Renee Shin Chin and uh Micah Din Lee. They were working at two AM Which is against the law. The table, against yeah. the law, yeah. Child labor laws, especially uh, with acting. Yeah. And I suppose I forgot what time it's really the curfew was really early for young actors at a, under a certain age. Um the uh you know, they did the test the test of it. Mm-hmm. And you know the 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 explosions were already rocking the helicopter, and the pilot was like, "This, this we're getting jostled yeah. around, moved around." And, and then Landis, of course, says famously, "Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet." Yeah, and uh, young, oh, go ahead, young, brash, just you know, just kind of kind of reminds me of his son. How he, you know, like I, I was a fan. What's the son's name? Who, oh, what? Yeah, John Landis' son who got in trouble with like sexual harassment shit and stuff. Um, oh, what is his name? He because he did that. He did that thing about the death of Superman. Remember that video? Yeah, isn't he doing uh, the Ghostbusters? 
Oh no no you're no that's that's Jason Reitman dude. Oh my bad. <laughs> two, two totally different people. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's um. Oh, uh, uh, John Landis's uh, son, Max Landis. Max. See, yeah, he's a, like you get into Max Brooks, and it's like, you know. Well, but, but Max Landis, Landis, he definitely has – I've seen him in interviews and stuff. He was he did a lot of, like, trailers from hell, the Joe Dante um, stuff. And uh, I, I don't know the man, but when you see him and he's talking about stuff, he's very opinionated. And you're right, it reminds me of his father, but – a little bit more of an asshole. <laughs> so like a young John Landis was probably how Max Landis is without going through a tragedy. Cause I think, I think after that happened, I think John, uh, well, hell, I mean, right. yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have been doing what he was doing and I'm not one to cast judgment cause I wasn't there, but just from looking at the, the evidence it's, I mean, whew. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he didn't go to prison. No one went to prison for it. But, I mean, he's responsible at the end of the day. Right. And uh, one thing that this uh, th- this uh, little small little doc uh, series did not cover about Twilight Zone or about Landis was apparently he had had similar issues with stunts on Blues Brothers. Yeah, and you can see that. Yeah. You can see that on film. Like you're like, whoa! I think someone got hurt on that one. I mean, like especially when they're going to the mall. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's one of those things because it's it brings out like that that renegade, uh, yeah, you know, filmmaker. Well, you know, he did his own stunt, getting hit by a car at the end of uh, in Piccadilly Circus at the end of an American Werewolf in London. Right? He looked like a hippie guy. Oh really? Yeah. If you go back and watch like the behind the scenes, uh-huh. you see him. He actually he he gets hit by when all the cars start crashing mm-hmm. when when the, the he's wolfed out and he's in the middle of Piccadilly Circus in in, in uh, London. Yeah. And yeah, you you see it for a split second. You're like, hey, that's John Landis. And if you watch behind the scenes, you see him do his own stunt. So I think he had this thing of like, I do my own stunts. I've done a stunt, so I can tell people that you know, hey, I've done this. You can do this too. And I think it's, it became like a thing of like, do what I say, not what I do, because yeah, don't get me wrong. I did a stunt, but I'm not, he, these things got bigger and bigger and bigger from there. Well, um, I mean, you had a helicopter. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. And, and explosions going off. Like it was a, uh, yeah. Uh, well, not only that, but I mean, just the, uh, the, the those actors, you know, uh, vi- making Vic Morrow and, and the children kind of do it. Yeah. because you actually could see them right and, and, but it's like you don't need that because you just need wind machines but i mean i know i'm over here i'm like like i'm like i'm anybody right. um but i mean yeah that's just this whew, yeah i mean heck man i mean I, I, not to say i'm a director but i mean i did a little bit of directing mm-hmm. and i wanted to make sure that and it was a zombie short that you're talking about being the beginning like i want to make sure that no one got hurt <laughs> on the stupidest thing because i because I, I made my own props so i had to make sure that i didn't have any exposed screws and stuff like that because i didn't want someone to rip their hand or anything sure and um, so i could uh yeah Ugh. but uh but the the, the thing of it uh, is with, with that is obviously a, a lot of uh, uh, safety regulations and things like that have been kind of put into place 
well how the whole industry for guns for for uh for uh, firearms yeah changed after drastically the after the crow yeah drastically because um because that whole thing because even michael berryman said it um I, he, he said that you know we had a prop master who was in charge of all the weapons and it was a union gig, but then the contract was up after four weeks and they're still shooting. So then they brought in someone who was local who yeah. wasn't, who may not have been up to snuff or this and that, and they're going fast. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they weren't, no one was, I mean, heck man, when I was in videography in college, they told you to triple check before you go out into the field and triple check everything before you do it. Yeah. Because like if I, oh, I only brought a, a battery that's only half, you know, <laughs> and uh, that's half full, then I don't have a, a electric hookup. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're using a firearm and you're using bullets to make it look like, even though they have no gunpowder. Yeah. Whew, yeah, man. But again, this is me. This I'm Monday morning quarterback in it, you know. Uh, and, and, uh, and speaking of kind of that Monday morning quarterbacking, I've got to say uh, John Landis – definitely this whole this whole thing this cursed films thing kind of resurrected a lot of this stuff especially online uh oh and a lot of the uh the horror movie groups that i'm in and what have you i mean it's like they're like you know he should hit him and spielberg should have done jail time can't believe they got off you know that cocky prick you know after you know because they show the footage after uh, John Landis comes out, you know, of that trial and everything. And, um, you know, him kind of smiling. Of course, the trial took three years. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, yeah. They, they showed him at uh, Vic Morrow's funeral saying, you know, well, thank God the Vic Morrow film, is film lives live on. Him. Yeah, that's, but it's like, eh, too soon, dude. Right. And hell, maybe, maybe never should be uttered because it, I don't know, man. I don't think I'd have would have had the, the 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 balls to say anything at a, a guy's funeral if I was the reason why they passed. You know, I mean, like right now is a perfect example. Let's say I got sick and then I coughed on somebody and then they got sick and they died from it because that's quite possible in where we're at right now. And then they passed. Well, let me go to the funeral, <laughs> you know, and say a few words. I I, I would not want to be anywhere near there, yeah. you know. <laughs> But I mean, but it is Hollywood and show business. So he, yeah. his lack of not being there would have, you could just interpret it how you would want to. So, but I guess that's trying to like uh, control the narrative, I suppose. And it's, it, it's really, it's unfortunate because I, I mean, Spielberg, um, you know, is still looked at as a, um, you know, as a, as a legend, you know? Um, yeah. But it's like, you hear stories about like his involvement on Poltergeist, you know? And, yeah. Like who know, really directed that movie? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and most everyone says, you know, oh, it's Toby Hooper, Toby Hooper, you know? And, you know, I have a, I have a whole theory about Spielberg movies. What's that? He always casts weird-looking kids. Yeah. <laughs> this goes back to Jaws. Remember that little kid? Yeah. The Muffin Man? That kid was weird-looking, dude. Yeah. Weird. And the kids in this movie, no different. All the little kids. That kid with the clown, that kid looked weird. <laughs> <laughs> Close Encounters, all them kids look weird. Oh, the creepy little kids. <laughs> I got Those kids are nightmare fuel. 
Spielberg kids are nightmare fuel. Not his kids that he that he adopted or whatever. I'm talking about the ones in his movies. Yeah, some weird looking kids, man. Like that's like some hills have eyes kind of kids. That's all I gotta say about that. Well I got a phobia. You know, it's it's just it's it's really it's weird. Uh, you know, because you know, these are the people that have been you know, you look back and, and again, you know, kind of drove the eighties and, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of look at, at Landis, you know, obviously he directed, you know, um, a lot of good movies. I mean, you know, after, I think it was the same year that he did the Twilight Zone movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had Trading Places. He had yeah. Riller. You know, um, well, hell, years later, uh, coming to America, that yes. was John Landis. Uh, absolutely, but it's it seems like after after that, I mean, there was a drop off. Very much so. I mean, I mean, and it makes sense. Yeah, but it, it's it's one of those things that it's he he changed horror with an American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, you know, definitely has directed some of the most classic comedy movies uh, ever. I think that will live on. Yeah, uh, he he guest starred as himself on the last episode of Holliston season one. Yes, you know. Um, well, heck, I think he produced that the the TV show Dream On on HBO, yes, which I loved growing up. You know. I believe he directed some of those episodes. I believe, yeah, I believe you're right. But it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, I do believe that, do I think with any intention that Landis wanted people to die? Of course not. Absolutely not. No. None of us do. Um, but then again, if someone had a few beers at a bar and drove home with their friends their intent wasn't to kill any anybody. Their intent was to go home exactly. or go get laid. Yeah. So, I guess I'll, I'll kind of end it with that. But yeah, it, it it's it's just bad. It is. It's just bad. It's a bad situation. Yeah, and I mean, and yeah, it's. And I gotta say that the uh, the cursed films, you know, I believe that's it, right? There was just the five episodes, or uh, I think there's. I think there's like two more, but I can't remember. Uh, or maybe no, you know, maybe that was it. Yeah. Go, uh, you know, I think you're right. I think that might have been it. Right. And that that would make sense why that would be the last one if if that is the last episode, because that was a whew, that was a gut punch episode, man. It, it the was, Twilight Zone. And if if uh, if they're going to be doing you know more, uh, you know, I mean, because I obviously would like to see more, but yeah. I'd like to see more. See more butts. i would like to see more of of uh of that as far as you know uh, that kind of thing because i believe there are lots of other stories that you can tell maybe unearth some stuff that that maybe people aren't as familiar with that's true i mean i mean i can't think of a thing because those those are the the granddaddy ones when you hear about movies did you hear it was cursed you know those are yeah because like yeah the whole bruce lee thing going in, and then that then brandon got it yeah i mean you've heard my god yeah you've heard it your whole life 
Well, how about, um, right, well, let's, let's think about this. So the last movie that I kind of remember a lot of this stuff uh, happening was, you know, was the, the crow. Um, can well, you think I, of any modern kind of uh, cursed movies? And the last 20, 25 years? Other than Jersey Girl. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's because he said, Jay and Silent Bob, no more. That was like when Spider-Man went, Spider-Man, no more. <laughs> Dude, you can't do that. It's, it's your bread and butter. Um, I Honestly, if, if they, I mean, no, there's no, if anything, you probably heard like uh, the last cursed movie I can think of. That was after the crow would probably have been uh, the island of Doctor Moreau, oh, but no yeah. one died on it. And and poor Richard Stanley, he did a really good interview with Mick Garris. Um, I forgot on his podcast. You yeah. should listen to it. It's really good talk. He only got to direct two days, and then he got fired. I think right. so. He so anything he shot was not used. So he never. I, but I don't. Yeah, that uh, Brookheimer. I forgot who they brought in to to direct that movie but i mean that was i would say that was a cursed movie but not because anyone died or anything like that just it, it was brand uh marlon brando cursed that movie because mm-hmm. it was just whew, whew. <laughs> but i i can't think of anything nothing comes to mind um i'm sure there's probably something out there but i just haven't heard about it well, um, so uh, when you go down the deep dive, uh, mm-hmm. apparently in uh, Passion of the Christ, when that was being filmed, um, an assistant director uh, was struck by a bolt of lightning from the sky. Well, that's just because they're they're pl- doing a religious snuff film. That's all that was. Yeah, um, was the, the Almighty was striking them. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. well, what about the uh, other movie? Uh, Ginger Dead Man 2 Passion of the Crust. What a, what about that? No. No, I don't think that had anything to do with uh, Gotcha. Gotcha. Hmm. Um apparently there's a uh, uh a curse around uh doing or trying to produce uh, a confederacy of dunces that that film adaptation. Oh, it was a book, right? It was a book. Yes. Absolutely. Who did that book? Why do I know that name? Um some writer uh, did it it's not barry is it mm, dave barry Some, dave barry is that dave barry they did a tv show about dave barry's life didn't they is that a, is that a harry harry barry's yeah. joint <laughs> harry i heard dave barry's got some harry berries he does i heard the scary very uh, my next door neighbor upstairs is called larry cherry yes so uh <laughs> that shit was scary what uh, John Kennedy Toole took his own life 11 years before the publication of a confederacy of dunces. Oh, and he was the writer? Yeah, the novel is now oh. considered a comedic masterpiece, but the tragic end of its author was the first indication that filming this unique book would be no simple task. Oh. Yes. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's a one that was never made. <laughs> but listen to who had been attached to doing the films okay check this out dude john belushi oh good god after belushi john candy after john candy joe piscopo no oh my bad joe piscopo is still alive i think right I, i'm trying to say that 
But after John Candy, <laughs> no one's no one's gonna hire him. Is what I'm saying. John Candy passed. Yes. Chris Farley. Good God. Wow. Yep. All of whom met an early end. Uh, Steven Soderbergh attempted to get Will Ferrell to do it. <laughs> I'm not saying which actors better look out if they get get tapped for that movie. I'm gonna go with uh, Moynihan. <laughs> you better run for that script, Moynihan. They're gonna get you next. <laughs> but uh, but I mean that actually. I mean that sounds kind of kind of interesting. Uh, because Will uh, Sasso, they're gonna try to get your big ass next. You better run if they try to give you that movie. <laughs> but Steven Soderbergh uh, attempted to to get Will Ferrell to to do it, um, but um, the devastation of Hurricane Katrina put an end to it. Good God! Yeah. So um, so basically, Soderbergh <sighs> himself said, uh, "Forget it. This uh, this whole project is is cursed." And I heard they were supposed to start shooting in this April. No, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I don't. Uh, I don't think Too I, soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so that's that's something that's pretty interesting. That is, yeah. It's it's a thing that will it literally will not. It will it will not be made. <laughs> Every time they're about to, if someone either dies or a tr- <laughs> an act of nature happens, an act of God happens. But. I guess overall, looking at the the cursed films altogether, mm. one constant theme that I kept seeing was, you know, is it is it really is it really a curse or is it just a series of bad shit happening? I think it's a series of bad stuff, and then because human beings like to put order to chaos, right? Shit starts getting made up. I think that's what the human condition is all about: trying to even if it's as farcical and when I say farcical, like fantasy laden, it was a curse. Not because not, what was it? A Benjamin Franklin. He had, I think it was Benjamin Franklin that said this, like the reason why a war will be lost or a battle will be lost all because someone didn't do their job. And it's because like a horse lost their shoe. And then that caused that writer not to get the letter to this, this, this person and this person wasn't able to get it to uh, a, a private and the private couldn't get the letter to it's like a chain reaction of things like you just it's just this and but it looks like chaos i mean not to say that you know it, like everything is preordained you know or whatever but uh, there's all these things it's chaos and uh-huh. when especially to, i mean like like i think i was saying earlier you know cutting corners uh, expect expect any plan you have to unravel fast when you, when you cut corners or you're just not caring and not to say that, you know, all of this was that, but I, I think think bad things happen and you just wanted to have an answer to it. Yeah. You know, hindsight is 2020 and you can always exactly what it could have should have. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that, you know, Landis's silence on on everything he's never i mean and i don't blame the guy who would want to go back and and relive it and present their story you know his story was put out in the courts and and all that and you know it's i I would i would like to think he 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 would feel like red from shawshank yeah you know like that, that 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 young man 
uh, I wish I could talk to him back, you know, they tell him, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. I wish you could talk to him. And I, I would like, I would like to hope that he thinks that way. And I, I really, I, cause I don't know the man, I don't know what's going through his head, but I would like to think that, I mean, I, I would like to think that anything anyone said mm-hmm. wouldn't matter because he's living his own hell. You know, and it's not that I want him to suffer, and I don't. I want anyone to suffer, but I, I think he already is. If if he if he's any if he has any kind of decency, I think he he feels it. You know, more than we think. I agree. At least I I would hope, just because it wouldn't it wouldn't make him like a reptile. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't make him like like a politician or anything like that, or make him a human being. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, and it's been a great wrap up to that, that whole series uh, mm-hmm. of, of cursed films. Uh, obviously Friday, uh, we have Joe Bob this upcoming Friday. Joe yes. Bob is back. Yeah. And, uh, and so, <laughs> to a lighter note. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be watching, watching that. Yeah. That's um, going to be April 24th this Friday. Yeah. Um, two movies and Chris Jericho will be joining them uh, for, I think the first episode, right? Le Champion. Yes. Uh, he's known as Le Champion in AEW oh. wrestling right now. John, did you have anything else for us to talk about? Well, um, I, I, I got two things you, and I'll get a little be dealer's choice. I can go give you some, um, some, horror movie marijuana title movies since it is 420 or i can tell you w- what they're trying to do well actually what they're doing in indonesia to uh, help uh help make people quarant- self-quarantine during the pandemic which is pretty it's pretty outrageous uh well i i, I mean let's let's do both okay all right. Well, then, okay. Then I'll save the, the the titles for last, and I'll hit you with this this new story. I'll tell you what. Uh, you've got something, and then uh, I, I've got a, a fun little thing, and then we. End, how about we end four twenty on with a the high titles? Note. Okay. On that, a high note. Get it? Yeah, I hear you. High note. I have a gas leak. I'm feeling it right yeah. now. Because <laughs> I've been farting all episode. You just been silent. <laughs> what's ha- What's happening in Indonesia? In Indonesia, they're recruiting ghosts during the pandemic. They're what? They're recruiting ghosts during the pandemic. I ain't talking about Ghostface. I ain't talking about Tony Stark. <laughs> I'm talking about ghosts. Um, Indonesia's leaders, including President uh, Joko Windodo or Jokowi, I don't know how I don't know how it goes, uh, have been slow to react to the coronavirus pandemic and resisting a national lockdown. The capital of Jakarta has ordered a two-week closure of offices and banned gatherings of more than five people, but uh, has not directly ordered people to stay home. So they kind of got like a loosey-goosey thing going on here uh, in the States. Mm. Now, uh, in Indonesia and the archipelago islands, folklore contains hundreds of tales of ghosts and ghouls. Uh, China and Japan uh, has centuries of history passed down in comparison to the U.S., uh, which is only about 200 years old uh so there's like tons of legends and weird scary stories that they've been passing through the millennia in in the orient so a youth group in the village of uh kepa in central java have decided to recruit volunteers to patrol the streets the group uh, coordinated local police to carry out their plans hoping that the sight of of them would send anyone uh to flee back home to hide the recruits are dressed as uh, let me see if I'm saying this right. 
Pokongs, Pokongs, a Pokong is also known as a shrouded ghost. Uh, in, is uh, an Indonesian and Malaysian ghost that is said to be the soul of a dead person trapped in their burial shroud. So they got people, you know, dressed up in like almost burial shrouds, kind of jumping around, <laughs> and their faces are all like that's awesome, painted white. Yeah, I mean, you can shoot, you should look up the videos. I'll, I'll uh, definitely do that. Um, you know, what's funny is that's very clever for one, uh, two. If the United States were to do it, why not get uh, some people dressed up like creepy freaking clowns again? Like I don't know. I don't think it'll work because after it, I don't know if it'd work or not. <laughs> because here, check this out. Because in the beginning, which they started this in early April of this year, uh, the plans backfired because uh, instead of scaring residents um, to stay in, uh, they came out to catch glimpses of the actors dressed as ghosts. Uh, now the taxes of, tactics have changed like any good haunted house attraction. Jump <laughs> scares and unpredictability of where and when the uh, the 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 paykongs will appear. So like the, they showed like like videos of people just kind of sitting sitting down talking to each other, even though they're wearing masks, but they're not even six feet away. And some dude just slowly strolls around the corner. They're like, yeah, <laughs> it's like a Three Stooges, like. <laughs> Um, uh, as of right now, Indonesia, well, this might've been changed. This was from a few days ago, but Indonesia has 300, 373 deaths to COVID and over 4,000 confirmed cases. So they're trying, they're trying to do something to, to get people to stay inside. Well, I mean, that's unique. Uh, Hey, if it works, do it there. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what would work here in the state. What would work in the state? Oh God exercise machines trying to force people i don't know dude <laughs> <laughs> reading a book throwing books at people i don't know dude I'm gonna have a hey we've got a mobile library no thanks i'm gonna stay in the house we, we have tvs just floating around outside that have pbs and they're like no no <laughs> i don't know dude it, i really do feel like it'd have to be something that would hurt their brain because it's too taxing because i don't understand why i mean i get it it sucks being inside but yeah. come on i mean <laughs> uh, i say uh marching bands playing uh barry manilow songs i don't know man you get them boomers yeah. <laughs> they like the berry they like them hairy berries man <laughs> <laughs> the hairy berries it's the hairy berry <laughs> so uh well that's that's interesting for sure um I had something. Hit me with. Um, have you've heard of the uh, of the app Cameo? Correct. Yes, uh, I love their music too. Um, well, no, no, no. It's not that. It's huh? not. It's not that Cameo. Excuse me. No, no, no. It's not, it's not um, Word Up. No, it's not Word Up. Oh. Uh, um. There's a website called Cameo where yes. celebrities will record messages for a certain amount of money. Uh, that's correct. Gilbert Godfrey is on Cameo. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that would be a, a bad idea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the, uh, USA up all night. <laughs> I was a big fan of Rhonda instead. Oh, hey, who wasn't? Um, the, uh, which is interesting because, you know, with this time of, of, uh, of isolation, uh, a lot of actors 
you know, are on here now. A lot of actors that, that weren't on there. Um, the, the, like a couple of weeks ago when you're making fun of Cameo. <laughs> saying, <laughs> you remember the one guy? You're like, what is he doing? Spending, hey, give me five bucks. I'll give you a Cameo shout out. Right. The guy. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? It's, it's a cool kind of thing because it's like they send out a personalized video. Um, honestly, I'd, I'd like to try to see if we could get a celebrity to do one for plastic fangs really oh hey but um but i'm gonna play a little bit of a game how about i'll 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 pay free 50 on that free 50 (laughs) i'm gonna list out some some uh some people here that are known throughout the horror community that are that are on cameo that that's a possibility to to purchase I, yes, I'd like you to to maybe guess how much they are. Ooh, okay, nice. Hey, that, you're the quiz master. I like this. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna start off with the voice of the crypt keeper, John Cassier. Um. Now, how long would the message be? Well, these messages are like between, I think, like thirty seconds to a minute. Okay. So, yeah. so maybe a, co- a couple minutes. I think they vary depending on who it is. Now, I do listen to Howard Stern, and I know High Pitch Eric does cameo. Okay. And he charges an, an, an arm and a leg, and people pay for it. So, and, and I'm like, huh? How much does High Pitch ask for? <laughs> I think anywhere between 50 to 70 bucks. Okay, okay. And I'm like, good night. And people pay it. <laughs> so, uh, so, the Crypt Keeper. Um, you're getting, hmm. you're, just think about this. Crib Keeper is going to give a birthday shout out to your best friend. How much are you going to pay the Crib Keeper? I'm thinking if someone's going to pay and, and how much they would charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, let's say if you, if you, went, you went to a, uh, a what you call it, like a convention, you'd probably be like nowadays, you'd probably be paying anywhere between 25 to 30 bucks for his autograph. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a hundred. And I, I bet I got a bad feeling I went too high, but I'm going to go hundred. You overshot that, John. Oh, really? Uh, because, uh, the like vo- in the bedroom. Pow. What? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> no, not you. I was just, oh, okay. Uh, what? I was reminiscing. Uh, <laughs> uh, John Kassir, voice of the crypt keeper, $55 will get you a personal wow. video. I am a double. Wow. See, I see. That's where I'm like, okay. I, okay. Now I know my parameters maybe. All right. Uh, next one, one of our favorites, uh, Mr. Tom Savini. Oh, um, I'm going to go Tom is going to do 40 then. Wrong. Is it going up? Yeah, yes. So this is a trajectory of going up. Well, well, no, it's, they're all over the place. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. But your, but your, your list is sporadic is what you're telling me. I'm telling you it's sporadic. Okay. Got it. Okay. Tom Savini, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a second try because it's more than $45. I'll go 80. Sorry, John, a hundo will get you a message from Tom Savini. Sheesh. Uh, one bench- I love you, Tommy, but All right, now- <laughs> I paid 20 for your autograph and I got a picture with you. I'll go to you. Yeah. Now, uh, you're one of your best friends. Michael the Bean. Mr. Bean. My- Mr. Bean is on here. All right, Mr. Bean. So how we much- meet again. <laughs> how much do you think, uh, Mr. Bean? Well, if Savini's doing a hundo, this dude, I'm going to say 120. No, sir. Lower? 
Lower. What in the shit? Uh, I get a second guess? Yes. I get another crack at Mr. Bean? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll go 60 then. All right. Well, that, uh, you're, all right. So I'll kind of give it to you because you're in the neighborhood. How much? For the price, a little bit more than, say, an Xbox game, $65 gets you a personalized message from Michael Bean. Yeah, give me, give me a five give me a five one way or the other lower or higher so if i'm in that ballpark all right now that's not so you know what that's not bad i'm surprised that savini is charging so much well you know i mean i'm sure in these times you know i mean and i think it might be demand as well if if that's true a celebrity's getting a lot of videos they'll be like well holy shit let me i'm gonna up this up a little bit yeah i'm gonna up the up um Another, um, since Joe Bob is coming back, let's talk about mangled dick expert, Felissa Rowe. Felissa, uh, I think Felissa would probably do 75. No, you are way high, sir. Really? This is what's surprising. And again, see, I only said that because I think she'd be worth 75. Well, right. But the thing is, John, for $30, whoa, mangled dick expert can give you a personalized video shout out you know what that's that that's that's what makes her even better and that's why i think we need to get felissa rose to we could probably (laughs) that would be amazing (laughs) that would be cool man that'd be really cool yes so i don't know you you never know um we're gonna go a few more okay uh, on on the cameo um let's see here uh oh here we go have you ever seen the movie Terrifier? No, I've heard of it. And uh, the actor who plays the crazy clown killer. David uh, Howard Thornton. What's his name? David Howard Thornton. He, Serial killer name. He is Art the Clown. Art? That's the name of the, the killer clown, Art the Clown. Art. I wouldn't see fart. That would have been better. Yes. But hey, that's just me. How much you think? Uh... For you, Pa, a dollar twenty-five. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> How much is the charge, Willie? For you, a dollar twenty-five. Um, I, I, you know what? I'll go fifty on this one. I'll go fifty. Nope. I'd be wrong. For thirty dollars, you can get Sheesh. Art the Clown to make you a personalized video <laughs> message. And we'll we'll do a, a couple more. Why not? Okay. Um. Kane Hodder. Big Daddy Kane. Yes. Mm. Our good friend Kane Hodder. Mm. Yes. He, he doesn't know us, but yet. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Kane Hodder. Uh, I'm going to go 90. You know what? I'm going to give it to you because you're close. $100. Oh, shoot. Okay. Kane Hodder. See, I, and I know this sounds awful, but I do 100 for Kane before 100 for Tom Savini, which sounds terrible. Uh, and I love Tom Savini. Uh, <laughs> um man i'm a real i'm a piece of shit (laughs) i thought i loved these people (laughs) well i mean but you gotta think too man there's no conventions going on right now that is true that's true um all right here's one this is i i ryan lambert from monster squad rudy from monster squad oh the rudy i'm in the goddamn club aren't i yes uh rudy rudy 
See you. Uh, <laughs> um, that Rudy, I'm going to say Rudy. Mm, see, I would, I would like to go 30, but I think that's wrong. Um, uh, survey says, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with 65 on that one. Uh, Bob. $25. Well, yeah, I guess he stayed in his lane on that one. Yes. <laughs> I'm expecting some like crazy stuff. Never mind. Yeah. Man, I suck at this game. Well, no, I mean, but honestly, you know. Here's me. I'll give you 100. Well, I only want 20. I will give you 100, sir. <laughs> I mean, it's all over the place. Uh, to be honest with you, looking at the app, um, you know, you look at um, like uh, Tyler Maine, who we both met. Mm-hmm. horror hound a hundred dollars for Tyler Moore. see i would have i would have picked him more for like a 50 or 60 yeah uh alex, Hundo. alex vincent the kid from uh child's play 40 bucks that sounds about right yeah uh scout compton from halloween who we also met 75 dollars. see i would have gone 50 i thought she would have done like a 50 on that right um uh Brian Bonsall. The Bonsall? <laughs> Blank <laughs> check? Yes. Uh, that made me laugh so much. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Yeah. But that made me laugh so hard when I even going back and listening to it. Yes. <laughs> I was talking about Miguel Ferreira, and you went, oh, yeah, he was also in Blank Check. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I, I totally stomped all over what you said. How much does Brian Bonsalls, uh, what does he charge? The star of blank check charges sixty dollars. <laughs> sixty, man, Bonsall, you better take this shit back. Yes. take this, take the toy back to the carpet. I know you weren't in kindergarten cop. I'm just going to use that anyway. Yeah, uh, take the, it back. The beautiful and lovely Lisa Wilcox from A Nightmare on Elm Street. How she was in four and five, correct? Yeah, man. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sixty on on that. Thirty five dollars. See, that's reasonable. That's yeah. what the fudge. Oh, okay. Let's end it on a on a good note right here. Okay. Zach Galligan of Kremlin. Hey, okay. I don't know the man, but from what I can tell, he seems like a very honest and very like fair human being. I just get that from him. Um, and also did like he went to the Mahoning yeah. last year, mm-hmm. and. I'm sure he does things for the experience and he understands that, you know, money's tight even when there's not a pandemic. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 25 for, for Giselle. Oh God, your face. (laughs) No, dude, he's charging a thousand dollars for 30 seconds. (laughs) You know what? But, but when I say the price here, you're going to be like, you know what? It's reasonable. Yeah. 39 99. Hey, he hits you with he hits you with the the ninety nine er. All right, yeah. they hear a niner in there. Okay, uh, right Zachary, Tony Todd is a hundo. Oh, see, he's worth it. He's yeah. Tony Todd, hundred percent worth it. Um, uh, let's see, Tuesday night uh, again of my uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fame, fifty dollars. That's a real name. Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that um. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Oh, that her real. Oh, I didn't know that was her. She never did adult films with a name with a handle like that. Okay, just want to double check. All right. Uh, okay. The, the lovely, story doesn't check out, but okay. Uh, the the lovely the awesome um Soska sisters. How's that? Is it Soska or Soska? I don't know. I pronounce it the way I pronounce. I say it. I say Soska. <laughs> um, One hundred dollars for them. As fifty apiece. Yeah, I think I think that, and plus, you know what? They are, 
they they exude a certain genuine charm and and i don't know they 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 have a, a je ne sais quoi if you will so yeah i would yeah i could see that being worth it yeah so uh i mean Le- linnea quigley from oh from return of living dead of course. uh from uh silent night deadly night mm-hmm. uh oh uh night of the demons she, yeah. what else? she's been in tons uh she was in that crazy workout video yes uh, with the uh, scream queens she, she is not ashamed of her uh body well not at all uh linnea i'm gonna say she's doing 40 not 100 dollars for linnea Okay, I was way off. Yeah. Now, I, <laughs> don't know, I don't know if she's uh, getting naked in these uh, videos. I don't think so. I don't, I don't believe so. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, uh, you can go on a cameo. Not a sponsor, by the way. I just no. thought fucking interesting. No, very. Uh, go on the cameo, uh, and you can actually search horror. Um, and, you know, you'll be surprised, you know. Um, you know the uh the actress from terminator 3 the uh oh um she has a german name yeah uh christina locken or, yeah. or whatever Loken. i think or something yeah uh the terminatrix yes right. she, yeah uh uh she was also in those blood rain movies i believe um yeah. y- yui bowl uh, uh yeah uh i'm going to go i'm going to go 75 uh 55 joe Jeez, I would suck at this game. If it, I would have been kicked off this show if this was <laughs> a show on TV. To be like, mm, get out of here. I would have made. I would have. <laughs> if this was Jeopardy, I at the <laughs> end, I, I <laughs> open us money. I would be the one where uh, he didn't make it. <laughs> so it's just two contestants standing there instead of three. I mean, uh, dude, Denise Crosby's on here. Tasha Yar. Yes. Uh, again. Bringing it around to Star Trek. Her and uh, her and um, Shooter McGavin, they got it on. Uh, I'll say she does. I, I mean, you know, I'm gonna go sixty. You're close, John. Fifty dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, George C. Romero is on there. Is this his son? Yes. I didn't know George had a son. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. He, in is fact, he a, is he a writer or a director or something? Yeah, he's he's a producer, director, writer. Whew. Um, twenty five dollars, John. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think I saw that he's continuing. Uh, you know, his dad's stuff uh, in like a comic book or a book or something that's coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, more of the dead. You know. That's- right. Uh, 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 something of the dead uh, <laughs> yeah you know uh, but yeah real interesting um i, I mean ob- obviously other than just horror people there are all kinds of people right yeah there, there's all walks of life again they got whack packers on there for <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean youtubers i mean i've seen some for like a dollar <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey maybe the plastic fangs podcast will get on there <laughs> hey we had a budget baby <laughs> uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> oh lord! That's what we have them say. Whoever it is for a dollar, that's what they say. They say Plastic Fangs Podcast. I'd buy that for a dollar, and we're done. Yes. Credits. Pow. 
Uh, so now that we've gone down the cameo route, John, you, I guess we'll wrap it up with yeah. the uh, last thing you've got, sir. Um, I have a list of uh, marijuana horror movies. Yeah. Um, and if you want to, I guess this is near the end, uh, we'll just kind of speed around it instead of like, you know, if something pops up, we'll just say something. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I started with Scary Movie 1 and 2. Those definitely yeah. had, you know, uh, weed references throughout those, well, the, at least the first two movies. Um, Idle Hands. Didn't someone get killed by a weed bush? Um, uh, the, the <laughs> in part two, uh, Marlon Wayans was rolled up in his bed sheets and smoked by a uh, haunted uh, pot plant monster and smoked. <laughs> they lit his head on fire and smoked. <laughs> I forgot all about that. As you do. As you do. Uh, uh, yes. Um, I mean, which is hard to forget, but I forgot it. Um, Idle Hands from 99 mm-hmm. with uh, Devin Sawa, uh, Jessica Alba, Eldon Henson. Uh, he's who's from Daredevil's Netflix, uh, so yeah, from Netflix and the Mighty Ducks and Seth Green. Um, <laughs> this is what I wrote <laughs> Devin Sawa suffers from stupid face. <laughs> yes, 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 he has a face like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, watch him, he's gonna kick my ass if he ever meets me. Uh, Attack the Block, remember that movie. It yep, wasn't with, um, with the dude from Star Wars in it. Yep, uh, J- John Boyega. Yes, uh, and Jody Whittaker, who became the thirteenth Doctor Who. Um, yeah, th- it had like it wasn't all about weed, but like the the top floor of the of the building. That's where uh, Nick Frost he he had his uh, his whole uh, indoor weed because mm-hmm. uh, he was like a drug dealer in the building. Uh, okay, now here we go. Here are the the lower tier movies that are nothing but <laughs> marijuana horror movie B movies. Uh, there's a movie called 420 Massacre from 2018. Wow. Uh, the tagline is Inhale, Exhale, Scream. <laughs> uh, five women go camping in the woods to celebrate a friend's birthday, but when they cross the turf of an illegal marijuana operation, they must struggle to survive the living nightmare. Uh, involves a serial killer stalking the women. See now that that kind of reminds me of the Friday the Thirteenth remake, John. That's on my list. That's oh, on here yeah. later. <laughs> um, now here we go. Evil Bong from two thousand six, <laughs> uh, directed by Charles Band, Full Moon Productions. We met uh, the actual Evil Bong, right? We saw. Yeah, Band, uh, uh, no, no, they were selling it. I don't. Or they had a big bong, but it was. Oh no, no, they had the. Yes, you know what? You're right. It was from. It was King Bong from yeah. Evil Bong Two. <laughs> <laughs> that was on stage when we saw all down in Richmond. Uh, then they had Evil Bong 3, The Wrath of Bong. <laughs> oh, it was a sci-fi movie. Oh, wow. Uh, then they had a crossover of Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. Wow. Then they had uh, uh, Evil Bong 420. See what of they did course. there. Yes. Uh, and then uh, the last, it's called Evil Bong 5 high five and the tagline is a cinematic masterpiece if you're high <laughs> okay uh now here's a movie from 2013 called hansel and gretel get baked yeah i saw that um a brother and sister battle which she uses a special a special blend of marijuana to lure teenagers into her home <laughs> uh the 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 witch is played by laura flynn boyle from wayne's world and twin peaks damn Hi, Wayne. Hi. <laughs> uh, 2009, a movie called Evil Weed. 
Uh, director is Alex Wexler. And the reason why I even mentioned his name, he graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, the same as Stuart Gordon. That kind of oh. caught my eye. Yeah. Okay. Now, this movie looks like it's like really low budget. Uh, two rich sisters throw a party at their parents' house in the Hamptons. A bag of, quote, unicorn weed circulates the soiree. Some of the guests suffer a weird reaction. Mm. What, they have horns grow out of their head? Hell if I know. <laughs> I probably will never watch half of these. <laughs> um, uh, this is The End from 2013 with uh, James Franco, Seth Rogen. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. That that, so, yeah, that was, that was like a, a, a weed kind of based movie, kind of. Uh, yeah, Bong, we all smoked weed, yep. Yeah. Uh, Bong of the Dead from 2011. Uh, this movie is when the world is taken over by flesh-eating zombies, best friends, Tommy and Edwin figure out a way to benefit from it uh, by turning zombies into fertilizer for growing potent weed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, the next one on my list is uh, Friday the 13th, the remake from 2009. Uh, young Jason watches his mom get decapitated after a murder spree. Uh, 30 years later, a group of dipshits come looking for a crop of cannabis wildly growing in the surrounding woods of Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. So that's how the beginning of that movie. And that's, yeah, that was my last one on my, on my list of, uh, of uh, weed-themed horror films. Yeah. For, for this, uh, this for now, okay, before we end, what? what is the origin of why 420 became that i know it's been said before but i've heard so many different things what have you heard um so i heard that there were a group of college students in the 70s that created this um to 4.20 p.m., which is when they would try to meet uh, and uh, smoke marijuana. Okay. I mean, that's essentially... And so that became like their, their, like, their code to let us go get blazed? At... Right. Okay. Um, but, um, I mean, it, there's a... Some people have said, you know, 420 is the police code for marijuana. Smoke. See, I've heard that. I, I don't, yeah, and I never, and I've never taken the time to really do a dig, uh, uh, a deep dive, a deep dig into it to be like, huh? Because I'm, I'm not a pot guy. So I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'll watch a Chicha Chong movie. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and then of course, uh, April 20th, which is today, being known as. You know, uh, it, it's it's one of those things. It's just um, I remember first hearing about it, uh, not really in high school. Maybe shortly after high school. I think I heard about it in high school, but I I think I might have been like junior. Mm -hmm. I was a junior or senior, but I didn't really like pay much attention to it. You know. Yeah. It, it didn't become really prominent until probably like at least in hearing about it all the time, like until like the late nineties, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like when I heard about it. Well, at least when, 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 once when I was like, huh, what, what's going on in the world? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, it, 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 but over the years, as legalization has become more prominent across the country, de decriminalization, uh, I think marijuana is being more widely accepted than, um, than it used to be. I think you're right. 
And uh, it's been an interesting time to kind of live in to, uh, to see it because uh, I mean, I remember first, um, you know, uh, Snoop and Dr. Dre, man, <laughs> the chronic album, right. the chronic <laughs> album, uh, Snoop had that pot leaf hat and, you know, I it mean, was on, it was on the CD. Right. When you open it, I'd be like, Hey, look at that. And it's like, What's this, <laughs> you know, I, I remember uh, first eventually trying it in high school and yeah, liking it and, um, and everything. And, but also just not really understanding why it was so taboo, you know, it just, all it did, taboo -boo. <laughs> all it did was make me want to eat stuff. And, you know, it made me feel warm and fuzzy or it made me fucking paranoid, you know, or whatever, you know, and remember Bill Clinton. Yeah. When he was asked, oh, I, I never, I, I, I never inhaled. <laughs> and then in PCU, didn't inhale. Remember John Favreau? Yeah. I never exhaled. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's one of those things that I think you know, five ten years, it's going to be looked at uh, like alcohol. Kind of. Exactly. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be a cash crop. Yeah. Because. And but what's so stupid about about it all is that it's, I mean, people going to prison over such a stupid thing where it's like decriminalize it, right? Make it, uh, it the corporations will get a hold of it, like you know, like like uh like money's Philip Morris and stuff like that. Money's gonna be made. Uh -oh. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those things. I mean, and it's another thing you can go down those conspiracy rabbit holes as well. Is you know, well, why why can't we do this or why can't you know? It's because these people are holding it back because it, you know marijuana is a cure all for everything, and the drug companies don't want it. It's I don't know. I, I mean, I believe that, especially now, you know that. A lot of things are going to have to be reconsidered. Well, I mean, the depression rate on so many people after coming out of quarantine, when yeah. when it's finally safe, uh, there's in this country, well, around the world, but yeah. particularly, you know, let's say North America. Um, I mean, even the, the PTSD of the uh, of the yep. honors of doctors and nurses. Mm -hmm. uh, the, um, I mean, if this helps them, then let it let it be. <laughs> But on this 420, John, uh, I, I think that uh, we'll blaze out of here. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Talking> dad jokes. <laughs> uh, a blaze of glory. Uh, let me adjust my glasses. Uh, I'll be watching some Star Trek later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> make uh -huh. sure, uh, you know, uh, don't eat too many edibles. You're uh -huh. going to, you know, to space out, you know, start looking in the mirror. Uh, questioning your own existence. You don't want to do that. Yeah. It's called a bad trip. You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, check us out on Instagram mm -hmm. uh, at Plastic Fangs. Yep. Uh, um, yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it just it's just like we're living in a surreal surreal world right now. You know, because like we're stuck. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I know everyone else is, but it's just like, 
I mean, I'm glad we have this outlet where we can talk to each other over the, over the, over the internet. Yes. And actually keep on doing this show. Yeah. But it's just like, I, I do miss going to see you and oh, being yeah. a person. It's a different kind of energy. Not to say this energy isn't good. This is, I love this. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, it's, let's just hope that, you know, this is, uh, I don't want to say over sooner than later because it needs to, it needs to take its, its natural course and so people stay safe. Well, absolutely. And um, I don't know, just ride it out. Yep. You know, I, I, the one thing that I'm tired of doing is, is uh, paying attention to people that think they're experts yeah and, it's, and not it's, putting myself out as an expert on things because i'm not you know? uh, hey we're we're not we're not scientists no and we're not and we don't work in the medical field so yeah <laughs> but but the thing is i i know to i know to uh take the the guidance of the ones that do know what's going on and there's not enough people doing that yep and with that we said that i shame where's my bell (laughs) shame (laughs) so uh everyone uh go ahead and uh pack your biggest bowl tonight and uh in a blast on (laughs) yes george washington's wife was a hip hip lady (laughs) you know she made damn the damn first flag out of marijuana you ever looked at a, a dollar bill? There's a lot of crazy stuff happening on that thing. <laughs> well, 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 days confused for you, everyone. <laughs> hey, have you ever listened to Plastic Fangs podcast? On oh, we, <laughs> dude, you got up in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me, of Ernest <laughs> from Ernest Saves Christmas when he was the guy with the snakes poison. <laughs> <laughs> well. For the Plastic Fangs podcast, <laughs> I am Rodney Self. I'm not leaving. I'm staying. You keep me going. All right. <laughs> all right. Then I'm going to end the goddamn meeting, John. Okay. All um, right. Well, everyone, stay safe. Wash your hands and uh, uh, keep on keep on trucking. There we go. Leave it at that.